0: every one of them that I talk to, people that write the specs, people that you know, are out there on the front line really pushing thought leadership, all of them when I talk to you, are like, I wanna give back in some capacity. Right? I wanna help people learn about this stuff because I'm passionate about it and I want others to share that passion or at the very least learn from my mistakes so that they don't make them themselves.
1: Mobile workforces, cloud applications, and digitalization are changing every aspect of the modern enterprise, and with radical transformation come new business risks. Welcome to Hybrid Identity Protection, the premier podcast for cybersecurity pros charged with defending hybrid identity environments. Presented by Semperis, the pioneers of identity-driven cyber resilience for the hybrid enterprise. And now, here's your host, 15-time Microsoft MVP and Active Directory security expert, Sean Duby.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HIP Podcast. When I started in IT, there was no such thing as an identity professional. We were all sysadmins that dealt with user IDs and passwords. But as identity systems matured, forms appeared where we could learn about these systems and meet with other practitioners, such as the Cloud Identity Summit, now known as Identiverse, and also the concept of IT pros and developers that specialized in digital identity, Now, identity has become central to security in a world where organizations are attacked on a daily basis. But there were no professional organizations specifically to support identity professionals. That changed in 2017 with my guest today. Ian Glazer is Senior Vice President of Identity Product Management at Salesforce, where his team's identity designs affect the daily lives of thousands of organizations and hundreds of thousands of people. Before that, he was a highly influential VP and Agenda Manager for Gartner, focusing on identity and privacy. I know Ian from attending many of these identity conferences, where he usually keynotes and is always entertaining. Incidentally, this is an excellent example of why you should attend conferences such as Identiverse, and further, why you should try to speak at them, so you get to rub elbows and meet people like Ian. But outside of his day job, Ian's been deeply involved for many years in moving identity and the community of professionals involved in it forward. He was vice chair of the Identity Ecosystem Steering Group and its public sector partner, the U.S. National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace, which the cool kids call NISTIC. And to the point of today's discussion... At Identiverse back in 2017, he introduced the creation of ID Pro, a professional organization to promote the correct use of digital identities and support and develop the disciplines of digital identity and access management. Welcome, Ian.
0: Thanks. It's great to be here.
2: Well, it's I've been wanting to have you on for a, a good long time. You're always an entertaining speaker and you've always got something interesting to say. I knew that this would be a great chance to share some of the stuff that you've learned and specifically to talk about your baby, and your baby is pretty, uh, called ID Pro. So, help us understand the, the purpose behind IT Pro. What led you to create an organization for identity professionals? So,
0: the story's got a couple of parts. One of them is I found myself probably around 2015, 2016, sitting in the lobby of a hotel where the International Association of Privacy Professionals was holding their global summit. If you haven't been, it's an amazing event. It is so good for people that are privacy practitioners or just privacy curious. And I was there in sort of a professional guise as as someone researching privacy. And I've been a couple of times. And I remember sitting in the lobby and getting i don't know almost indignant about hey wait a minute where is identities thing like where are where do identity practitioners go to learn about their practice you know there's plenty of places that people could go if they had the resources and not everyone does not everyone has the opportunity to go to an identiverse for example uh, to a european identity conference for example where do they go to learn about the practice of identity and that stuck with me so that's that's one part of the story. The other part was my own sort of reflection of how I got into identity. I installed an LDAP directory and then went, huh, what do I do with this? And then I found myself at a user provisioning company. The company was Access360. So it's was a, the progenitor to Tivoli Identity Manager. And I learned a product. I didn't learn identity management. I learned a very specific product, and then I learned another one, and then I learned another one, and suddenly I realized there was more there than just these individual products. There was a discipline. So around that same time, around 2015, 2016, as I was going and talking to customers, I was asking them, like, how long does it take you to build a new identity practitioner for your world? to say, oh, geez, I mean, everywhere from six, nine months, a year, I'm like, okay, and how do you do that? I'm like, well, they learn this product, or they learn that product that's in our our ecosystem, and then you know, they learn another and another. I was like, that seems costly and time-consuming. They're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I got this basic response from everybody I talked to, multiple industries, multiple geographies, multiple sizes of organizations. It was really clear there is a labor shortage in identity management. It's hard to build new identity practitioners. And um I would ask people like do you think we should do something about that? And universally the answer is like yeah, Ian, you should do something about that. I'm like, "Oh. I I didn't I didn't see that coming." And so I kept socializing this concept, right? Like how do we get more people involved? The last sort of track of this narrative is I have personally been incredibly lucky and privileged through identity management. I've gotten to see the world. I have met amazing people. I have seen people doing incredible things with identity technologies. And I love this community and I want more people to experience that. And I also recognize that going to conferences year over year, I saw a lot of the same faces, which was lovely. It became kind of my surrogate family, but I wasn't seeing as many new faces. So what I worried about was we had this awesome clubhouse, but we weren't inviting other people up to it. And so I kept sort of circulating these ideas and out of this and some really, really good advice, really good counsel and support from a variety of people and organizations, including the Kantara Initiative and others. We created the concept of ID Pro, a professional association for identity management. And that's the long winded, but albeit roughly accurate, backstory on how it came to be that we now have a professional association for our practice of identity
2: management. So, the development of identity professionals is sort of a trade or a craft of learning identity system after identity system after identity system until, until you start to recognize the overarching concepts and building from that. And so the idea from ID Pro is to systematize that and make it a little bit easier to build a competent identity professional.
0: Along those lines, you know, one of the things we do uh, at ID Pro, and this is going on a couple of years now, is we do a skills programs and diversity study. We conduct a survey every year to take the pulse, if you will, of the identity industry. What skills are needed by practitioners? What are enterprise priorities? What they're interested in? What's the sort of look of diversity and identity market? And one of the things that consistently comes back in these studies is the need for vendor neutral training material, right? It's one thing to learn product X from vendor Y and then learn another one and another one. But that path to achieving some form of identity enlightenment is really long. And here, we're not going for complete and all illumination. What we're trying to do is become pragmatic and deliver value to the organizations we work with. So we need a faster path to get there. So one of the things that IDPro does is it uh, sponsors the construction of something called a body of knowledge. This is a vendor-neutral collection of material from which people can learn about all sorts of topics, from federation to user provisioning to usernames to PKI topics and more. It is curated by IDPro members. It is written by volunteers. And it is meant to be that vendor-neutral set of information people can turn to to learn the practice of identity management and then apply it in their day jobs.
2: I should note that if our listeners go out to idpro.org and they look at the body of knowledge, you'll see that the authors of this body of knowledge are volunteers, but are also very, very highly qualified and highly thought of identity practitioners in the field. You've talked about the ID Pro body of knowledge. I remember at one of your keynotes at Identiverse, you had talked about even identity professionals that have been working for a while the the feeling of they don't really know the the field as well as they should. A little bit of them perhaps it's a little bit of imposter syndrome they were feeling. Do you remember that that keynote? Absolutely. So there's a question
0: in the skill survey that goes along the lines of, how long did it take you to feel proficient? Now, that's a key point. It's not asking how long did it take you to be proficient, but to feel proficient. And roughly 25% of responses year over year, although it's a little different this year, and I don't want to have too much of a spoiler, but that number's gone down a little bit. But roughly a quarter of respondents have said, I still don't feel proficient. Now, if you take this in combination with we ask, how long have you been in the industry? And an overwhelming number of respondents have been in the industry for this study. The respondents have said they've been in the industry more than 15 years. You step back, you go, oh my gosh, what does that mean? Does that mean like I have got to sit and study and scrape along for 15, 20 years before I can feel proficient? Oh my gosh, what does it mean that that these people don't feel proficient? Here's the thing that I love about it is. I'm one of those people that says I don't feel proficient. Now, to be clear, there's a large number of respondents that say it takes between three and 10 years. So I think the sweet spot somewhere around six, six to eight. But the reason why I love the response that says I still don't feel proficient is because it reflects in my mind that this is still a growing industry. There are still new things to learn. The fact that we have a number of our respondents saying, I still don't feel proficient, to me, is a reflection of a growth mindset that our practitioners have. And I find that really exciting, right? If I could be proficient year one, you know, day two, to me, that says that the, the breadth of the scope isn't very large, but we have such a vast market and discipline there's always something new to learn and it is not static. So there are always new topics that are being folded in, if you will, for a practitioner to learn about. And to me personally, that's really exciting.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, it's not as if you're learning a, a COBOL set. It's a pretty well-defined finite domain knowledge that you can learn. It, the domain, our domain is growing and what we have currently keeps changing.
0: It's not just what we have that keeps changing, it's the way it can be applied that is also changing, right? So there's actually two axes along which change is happening. And I think that's really cool too, which is like, hey, how do we apply identity technologies? How do we apply these techniques to enhance the security posture of an organization or the privacy posture of an organization or the e-commerce posture of an organization? The, The ways in which changing technology can be applied are themselves changing. I think that's super cool.
2: Anyone that's worked with systems today, especially consumer systems, can say they have still have quite a ways to go before they become um, friendly enough for your average person to use. Um, so, what sort of services does ID Pro as an organization provide?
0: I touched on two of them. One is the body of knowledge, and let me point out to people who are listening that's freely available for personal use. You can go to idpro.org see the body of knowledge, you can go to bok.idpro.org, see it directly there. Uh, And we even have it translated into a couple of different languages, including Japanese. And we're going to be adding some more hopefully this year. So we talked about the body of knowledge, talked about the skills survey. We make the results uh, available to the public as well, although members get a first look at what's going on. We're doing that again this year. And Uh, We will be debuting this year's results in June at Identiverse, which is a way of publicly stating that I need to get to writing very quickly so we can do that. Um, (laughs) But we do a couple other things. We provide a safe space for practitioners to interact with one another. We've got a really vibrant Slack workspace in which people can come and ask anything and It's amazing to see. So any given day, you will see incredibly technical questions asked about, you know, a nuance with an OAuth or OpenID Connect, or some pragmatic guidance on key management and SAML, or um, can we just vent about how hard it is sometimes to run access certification? Like, it is a wonderful space. And as someone who looks after a team of product managers, it's also a great place to gather information and understand how people are really using technologies or the needs that they have. In addition to all of that, one of the things that we're extremely proud of uh, is the CID Pro, the Certified Identity Professional Certification. So something that we debuted last year uh, and we're continuing to generate a lot of awareness around this year is a real certification for identity management. We got together some absolutely amazing people to write questions for a certification that is very broad. It spans many subject areas within identity management. We consider this a foundational certification. If you have been practicing identity management for two years, you should be able to pass this certification and really demonstrate you know what you're doing. Um, it is, like I say, fairly broad. It's a long exam uh, because we really want to make sure people are thinking about the breadth of things they need to consider in identity management, even though they may not be a specialist in it. Uh, but the Pro is something that we're extremely proud of because it was part of the promise we made to the identity community that we would carry out. And so thrilled to bring it to market end of last year and continuing to make it aware this year.
2: So this would give an, an independent certification for an identity professional that was looking to move around to say, to demonstrate, have the foundational principles down, not just the, uh, an AWS identity specialist or an Azure identity or anything like that.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: And so how does one go about joining ID Pro?
0: So we have a variety of memberships. The simplest is just individual Go to idpro.org, you can join as an individual member. It gets you access to the Slack workspace, our newsletter, and the ability to participate in the Body of Knowledge Committee and other activities inside the org. We also have memberships for organizations, you know, corporate, public sector, et cetera. Uh, and so those are all available to really get people into the conversation. The you know The thing for me is to get more people sort of interacting. Because as I mentioned a little bit earlier, not everyone has the resources to get to a conference. Right? Not everyone has the opportunity to go to, say, you know, a Gartner or a Forrester event. And so we've got to find other ways to get people connected. And because I believe that with those connections, first comes a fundamental feeling of, oh, I'm, not, I'm not alone, right? I'm not trying to push this ridiculously big workforce identity rock up a hill. I've got peers who've been through this and who I can learn from. And second of all, it's an opportunity to give back. You know, we happen to be people that are connected to a lot of people in this industry. And every one of them that I talk to, people that write the specs, people that, you know, are out there on the front line really pushing thought leadership. All of them, when I talk to her, like, I want to give back in some capacity, right? I want to help people learn about this stuff because I'm passionate about it. And I want others to share that passion or at the very least learn from my mistakes so they don't make them themselves. And that's incredibly powerful to me the opportunity to interact with the people that have written Oauth profiles that are on the leading edge of the standards world that are on the leading edge of deployment in terms of scale or complexity like that's an incredible resource that we make available to our members and it's fun to participate in just just speaking bluntly I really love that
2: well certainly I you know you can see the identity professional that is trying to do, an identity architecture or some other design and they don't know who they can talk to about it and they don't have anyone they can ask questions of that having the ability to having that resource of that, that vast resource of of the people on that Slack channel would be invaluable. Um, I'll, you know, I'll in full disclosure, I'm a founding member of ID pro. I, you, you swept me up in your original talk. So what future plans does ID pro have on its roadmap?
0: So we're at an interesting point in the organization's life. We are coming up on six years and uh, have done a lot of the things that we've promised our early members and the community that we would carry out. Build that community, build a body of knowledge, continue to add to it, build a certification. we got to take the next steps. And so part of that is making a more sustainable, thriving organization itself. To that end, we have hired an executive director, Heather Besant, who some of you may know, a uh, longstanding member of the identity world, a researcher, just a wonderful person. And we're super excited to have her on board. The official, uh, her official unveiling, if you will, will happen in Identiverse. But we need professional staff really to essentially help power the organization 24-7, because right now it's all volunteers for the most part. So one thing is just sort of making the organization itself more of a resilient, thriving organization, which means having full-time staff working on things. The other is using that sort of resilient organization to drive the value prop and the uh, awareness of the SIDPRO certification further. Um, there are there is a need still to create more identity practitioners. So we'll always be contributing to the body of knowledge, we'll always continue to build that out. But there's also now a need to really, among practitioners, show they know what they know. And the SIDPRO is a great way to do that. We want to continue to drive awareness of that so that as a hiring manager... I can start to look for people with SIDPRO certifications. Like That will be a big change in the market if we can get there. And I believe we can. And if we can do those things, then it opens up uh, a number of opportunities, I think, to continue to give back to the community. One thing that I've had as a pet project is finding a way that we can do more things like Uh, grants for people to attend events? How can we bring people that are underrepresented in our industry to more places, get them connected to more people, fostering more mentorship? Those are the kinds of things that are coming in the next act, if you will, along with a variety of plans to build out the body of knowledge and even add additional certifications over time. Not all of that is this year, mind you, but that's the longer term vision.
2: And those you identity professionals that are out there, you really need to check out idpro.org. Take a look at the book of knowledge because we all have specializations just by the nature of our job. It's a great way to look at the broader areas that you've either always wondered about and never learned about or to look at areas that you could perhaps branch into as well. And the same thing with the certified ID pro, that's a great way to show your organization and show other organizations that you really know what you're talking about. And so again, this is idpro.org. I highly recommend you go take a look at it. And Ian, thanks again, as always for your time. Wish I could see you at Identiverse. I'm going to be someplace else, but maybe I'll get a chance to see some of our friends that couldn't make it.
0: been too long. Thank you so much for having me on. Miss the heck out of you. We'll see you soon.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Hybrid Identity Protection Podcast with Sean Duby. Be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Visit hipconf.com, that's H-I-P-C-O-N-F.com to learn about upcoming events, view expert presentations, and take part in the conversation.